of you who delight in dread, who fantasize about fear, who glorify gore. Welcome. You have found the place where the horror returns. Listeners, beware. This podcast contains major plot spoilers and the foulest of language. Join us in celebrating the old and the new, the best and the worst in horror. And we're live. And we're live. <laughs> All right, guys, welcome back to the Horror Returns. Uh, I am Philip, and uh, with me, as always, is my awesome Alaskan. Say what's up, Brian. What's up? <laughs> uh, this week, Lance is going to be on his big trip to Vegas, uh, but will we join us next week for the big 100th episode? Uh, that's okay, just because tonight we have some very special guests for you. Uh, all the way from the Horror Mafia podcast, it's the Murders Row of Donnie, Joey, and Bill, and maybe Tanya. How's it going, guys? What's up over at the Horror Mafia these days? Hey, hey. Konichiwa. Hey, what's... <laughs> <laughs> Konichiwa. There you go. The the Yakuza now. Yeah, I got to put oh. some uh, aristocratic uh, pinky up like Joey did. How you doing? Mm-hmm. That's classy. <laughs> Classy yet trashy. That's my style. Uh, so where can we find you guys at? Brooklyn, New York. Uh. <laughs> <How> you, <doing? laughs> um, you can find us on HorrorMafiaPodcast.com. You can find us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash HorrorMafiaPodcast. Um, you can find us all individually. Um, Joe Colombo on Facebook. Don is uh, Don and Nelly. Oh, Good luck, and Bill. Uh, yeah. Don't my last name, Casinelli. Catch him in and out of Facebook jail on multiple different <laughs> handles, <laughs> different, different uh, profiles with the same name. Oh yeah, he likes digital crime. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and live on YouTube, apparently. <laughs> That's what yeah. we're doing today. Uh, so thank you guys for letting us uh, hone in on your Google Hangouts and uh, helping us with our production duties this week while uh, while while the big man's gone. Uh, aside from that, we usually start with our cool of the week. So uh, we're skipping a few segments this week since you guys are in. Um, what's the coolest thing that you've seen this week? Let our guests go first. So, uh, Joey, Donnie, Bill, who wants to take it? Take it, well, uh, Joey. I take it the best. So, I guess I'll, I'll <laughs> my body produces a lot more, you know, natural fluid. So, I will uh, hone this one first. No, I, I actually got to the cinema this week and saw a quiet place, and that shit was. It was really good. It was an experience. It's a good way to define it, an experience, because while watching it, I was, like, submerged in it. Then when it ended, I had so many question marks. And then looking back in retrospect and thinking about it and talking about it, it's – I got to see it again. You know, it's it's definitely uh, – my initial thoughts were, like, 3.5. Then it went up to a solid 4. 
And uh, depending on a rewatch, I might even go up to a four and a half. Definitely not a five out of five. I've seen people post, you got to see this movie. You know, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. It was a great film. It was an experience in the theater because um, there's a lot of silence. But th- that could go either way, right? I had this one guy that would be like, come on, motherfuckers. What are you doing, man? I'm just like, I wanted to turn around. But, you know, I didn't need an all-out war at 10 at, uh, 10 at night in the movie theater. So There was uh, a guy yeah. who was talking? Oh yeah, it was oh, like wow. it's like I had the fucking the riff tracks behind me. I was I wanted to fucking <laughs> pile drive him through the fucking stage, you know. Even Brian's theater was quiet during that one, and he's had problems during every single movie. Numerous problems, but I, I had a completely silent theater. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, uh, you know, but I'd say about halfway through, he must have conked out because uh, then it got it got pretty good the rest of the time. But yeah, it was it was a little uh, a little annoying. It's like, dude, have some fucking theater etiquette. It's 2018. People should know about theater etiquette and spoilers. Enough is enough. <laughs> they should put those monsters in the theater. That shut some motherfuckers up. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> like you know, thinking thinking about the monsters, like you don't get much. But then it's like, all right, I gotta go back and look at the trailer and pause in the scenes, and, and so you can look at the newspapers and see all the headlines. Um, because you know they don't say it in the actual film. It's just on a newspaper headline. But it's like just a quick. You see like some meteors, you know. It's not you don't hear any like commentary from, um, like you know how you watch Night of the Living Dead and you hear like commentary from the from the TV and the radio throughout the film. You don't get that, you know. So it's just you're in the moment. You're in this family's life in this moment. It goes from like day eighty nine to day hundred and something, you know, and. uh it unravels, but again, it, it's it's one of the new. I like to call them horror dramas. I like it. Make it extra stuff it a, on the rewatch. Yeah, instead of calling it the, I know Bill doesn't like this. The slow burns. No, that's right. just called a movie. Yeah, so yeah. horror drama. You know, it plays drama. like an A twenty four film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we uh, we gave it some pretty good review uh, reviews here. Yeah, what great. else you guys see? Um, I don't, aside from like our, uh, oh, you know what I fucking saw this week? What? Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> hello. <laughs> oh, hello. Oh, man. Hysterical. It, it holds up. It, holds it was up. a run by fruiting. Yes. <laughs> Dude, it holds up until the end. So I, I hate to go, you know, way off on a tangent, but just real quick. In the end, right? Pierce Brosnan's character, he chokes on a shrimp, right? And he says, Oh, I'm allergic to pepper, right? Dude, you're allergic to pepper. You can't eat any of the fucking food, probably. You don't think they use salt and pepper and everything? <laughs> oh, so I'm I thought you were going pepper. towards the fact that it's supposed to be a comedy, and the end is fucking depressing. <laughs> oh, can I say fuck out here, by the way? Oh, yeah. We are we are definitely an R-rated podcast. Uh, it's in the little <laughs> intro that we didn't play before we started live. But I'm well aware. It'll be on the audio. <laughs> By the way, guys, uh, if you want to see the video of this, go check it out on YouTube under the Horror Mafia, I guess. I don't know where to go. But yeah, we'll- Horror Mafia podcast on YouTube. Um, we don't have a ton of videos, but this one will be up there. Cool. Yeah. Keep it. So, yeah. If you want to hear the show live, video commentary hit pause and go check it out on the video. Check it out. Yeah. As for so, uh, 
Mr. Outfire real quick. You know, he, so he comes back. And remember, he sees him choking on a shrimp across the restaurant. He runs across, throws him the Heimlich maneuver, and he's all good. As somebody who almost fucking died from a shellfish allergy, that's not the way it works. You know? Well, that's a good point. <laughs> you don't choke. <laughs> he should have had him fucking choke on a shrimp, and that would have been that. Sure. You know? Like, he could have spiced him up, you know, uh, he saw hot pepper, spiced him up because it's fucking hot pepper, and, you know, that, and then he choked. Done. Why does he Dumb have to have it? Dumb and dumber, Yeah, little plot hole, you know, just a... Yeah. You know, a little plot hole. <laughs> <laughs> something I noticed that I didn't, you know... It's in a movie. 20, 25 years ago, where I was not noticing that, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I had never thought about it. The, uh, the, the fake body and... The kids are laughing at him, and <laughs> I wonder how that freaking there's so many Harvey Feierstein over there like could do like Hollywood effects makeup on the guy. Uh, you know, I watch with my six year old daughter, and man, a lot of questions come up watching this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so how do you answer him now? <laughs> Actually, she's five, not six yet. Shit, oh, yeah. Okay. So watch this with the the teenagers; they'll get a kick out of it. But like okay. a lot of stuff went way over her head, you know. Yeah, a lot of adult humor in it. <laughs> I feel like it would have been rated R nowadays. There's a lot of cursing in it. Mm. For for a, fa- well, a family, no, movie. it'd be rated R because it's smoking a cigarette now. For- yeah, uh, yeah. In for- in a cartoon, nonetheless. In the beginning, there's a scene where he's yeah. like voicing <laughs> characters in the ca- the, car- the cartoons are smoking cats. Right. Smoking That's why cat. he was mad. Smoking cigs. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Oh, but, Donnie, um, what you see? That's really great. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off there, Joey. Yeah. Nah, just uh, our Jersey Shore movies we talked about. And uh, real quick, just one other movie um, next to the Guardians, two movies I watched with my kid was, it's called Night Moves, K-N, Night Moves, starring Christopher Lambert. And uh, what's his name? Uh, Alec Baldwin's brother, uh, Uh, Daniel Baldwin. Okay. Steven, Sean, Daniel. I forgot he has like eight brothers. (laughs) And a a very young Diane Lane. So, 1990-something, I assume. Yep. Yeah, I saw Night Moves. I'm kidding. <laughs> it was, it was great, actually. I enjoyed oh. it. It's, it's, like a, it's like a thriller, um, and, and the killer, you know, is uh, it's like chess-themed, hence Night Moves, you know? Um, if you're a fan of Lambert, Highlander. Um, Both of you. <laughs> out there. And, and you're Combat a, and, and Nightmare. <laughs> night Moves. Night Moves. Yeah, check it out. It was, uh, it was, it was interesting. Not the best, but if you like wow. those uh, those like early '90s, late '80s like thrillers, yeah, check it out. Cool. So, um, oh, I think I fucked up. I'm telling Donnie to go next. Can I, there's a list coming. Oh no, we're gonna have lists. No, I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> no, I, I had to watch got, every uh, ring, every grudge, and then I fought them <laughs> off myself. <laughs> You'll fucking fit right Three in. Top dude. versus two top. Ask Brian what happened. <laughs> He'll get there. <laughs> no, um, I only got two uh, two outside of our extra outside of uh, the two show podcasts. Um, both of them were reviews for other websites that I write for, called uh, Asian Film Vault. Uh, the, the, they should be online by the time you, that you hear this, but if not, nah, fuck it. Um, first one is a uh, kung fu film from the 80s called Holy Flame of the Martial World and that sounds awesome dude it is fucking phenomenal it is one of those films where people spend half the film flying around instead of walking 
they literally just fly into the air, perform cartwheels and somersaults instead of walking. That's like their mode of transportation. It's like Crouching Tiger hitting horror. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but uh, so it's about the it's um, these two these uh, warring clans are trying to get at this sacred scroll that contains the secret of the Holy Flame, which is actually. Oh. It's not a flame. It's actually um, swords that have a crystal. Yeah, they're swords that have a. Yeah, they're swords that have a crystal in it, and they're supposedly like you know magical or mystical or whatever. And these clans are after this couple that possesses it. The couple gets killed, and their two daughter, two kids, are taken away. One by a good clan, one by the bad guys, um, and then they raise them up to fight each other. So now it's yeah, Kylo but, Ren and Ray. Okay. <laughs> Why well, I would no, I don't I don't know who the hell those I don't jackoffs are. Outside the horror genre. <laughs> <laughs> but no, oh this is this is fun. I mean you got people flying around on walls, you've got you know, people shooting laser blasts out of their fingers, you've got people laughing, you know, they call it the devil's laugh, where they end up just laughing and it produces a gale storm wind that knocks people off their feet and sends them hurling thirty feet away. Because mm, physics. <laughs> oh, dude, man. Physics and these motherfuckers are weird, man. Okay, okay there's, there's a scene where a guy takes a running leap, hits, jumps across a 30 foot lake, hits a waterfall, flies through the hole in the back without touching anything, stops in midair, does a triple somersault, and then lands on his feet half and uh, 30 feet inside the lake. <laughs> I did that one. And time. It, it, yeah, he doesn't <laughs> touch blessed. anything. Yeah, he doesn't touch anything. He makes like a 90 foot leap, does a triple somersault, comes to a stop, and lands on his feet. So, yeah, you're not going to get any kind of realistic physics on this, but no. it's falling with 90. <laughs> yeah, it's 90 minutes of pure martial arts mayhem. It is so much fun. So, yeah, awesome. um, the review for that one should be online soon. Um, the other one is somewhat related to this. I had to get one of uh, one of these movies in. It's a Japanese horror film called Kamera no Towai Ao. I love which that. Translate, <laughs> it translates to Don't Stop the Camera, but you'll find it under the title <laughs> One Cut of the Dead. Don't Stop the Camera. Keep okay. Keep it shooting. It's okay. <laughs> no, it's okay. So... Check this out. This is incredibly creative. It's a film in two parts. The first half is a 40-minute long one-take sequence. One take, 40 minutes. Like, uh, and right. it's a, Hitchcock did that. No, no, it's like 40 minutes long. Yeah, there's Hitchcock one, did a there's whole one, movie that way with one take. I would know. I've never seen his work other than the only three that matter. Okay, go ahead. What would those be? Psycho? Psycho Frenzy and birds. birds. Yeah. <laughs> Psycho Frenzy and birds, the only ones that matter. But uh, yeah, so it's this dir- it's this director who's trying to shoot this low budget zombie movie, but he's so pissed off at the incompetence and lack of professionalism from the actors and the crew that he stumble- that he summons a zombie horde from out of the ground to attack the crew so he can get realistic reactions from his cast. (laughs) So these motherfuckers would wake up and go to work. (laughs) Yeah. Lazy bitches. Why the fucking effects guys? We don't need them. We'll just kill real people. 
Uh, so that's the first half of the movie. And then what we turn out, we find out is that this is all part of a TV show. It's all a project by a network that's trying to do, you know, one cut f- f- movies. And we go back and we see the casting process the behind the scenes, the rehearsal footage. But it, we come to find out that the pressures of the filming make everybody like go batshit crazy. So the actual 40 minutes that we see earlier is actually just pure dumb luck and coincidences that he manages to pull off. Nice. So it's like, you know, the camera guy is so drunk off his ass that he can't shoot a camera straight. So he's got to do found footage kind of filmmaking (laughs) because he's dragging the guy around on the ground. So that way that's how you get the camera to, you know, jerk around all the time. Because he's... Is it uh, mean that it's two separate types of films that way? Is it two different directors or one? No, it's one. It's presented as one movie. Okay. The first half is just the actual is like a presentation of the show that they're trying to film, and then they're going back and showing how they did it. Cool. So it's it's not a true anthology, but it's actually it's it's kind of I don't know what mm-hmm. to call it. It's I mean, it's it's a lot of fun. I get you. that's why yeah, you know, it's two different directors or not. Yeah, no, it's uh, one move. It's one, but um, yeah. So I mean, you get stuff like you know the the sound guy, you know, ate too much did ate too much sushi, so he's got the shits and he can't sound, so he's got to you know have everybody stall for time while the guy gets his shit off in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> or he's got to you know reshoot around a zombie because the actor got so scared going live that he just got drunk off his ass and can't do anything. <laughs> Nice. So yeah, he's got to you know work. He's got to work around all that. So yeah, it, it was really fun. It's kind of cool and creative. Um, I don't know if it's released in America yet, but when it does, you'll find it under One Cut of the Dead. Cool. Nice. So you j- jumped headlong into the Japanese horror this week, huh? That's every week. Oh, when I do every week. <laughs> oh, when I do stuff like this, I dive head first. There you go, man. That's the way to do it. Bill, what'd you see? Uh, I got to watch, um, well, the first thing I saw this week was I got a screener from Arrow video that was um, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. What? Oh, nice. Nice. I got that a couple of weeks ago, but I didn't get to watch it until this week. So awesome, awesome freaking movie. Still holds up. And uh, the special features on this thing, you got to see it. I'm not going to give it away. There's so much stuff. And uh, the second thing I watched this week was, believe it or not, not horror. It was The Office. I started watching that show, The Office. Yeah. And I I've love it. Thought about it. I've never actually seen it all the way through. Yeah. I watched Parks I saw and Rec, like, never The Office. Same with me. I was the same way. I saw an episode of Parks and Rec. I saw the UK Office, like one episode, didn't like it. But now I'm balls deep in The Office, you, uh, the US American. There's a serial killer in the background of the show, which is really cool. The Scranton Strangler. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm loving it, man. It's great. So those are the two things I've been watching. Oh, uh, sorry, three things. Netflix has a new show with uh, Joel McHale, the guy who was on uh, remember the show Community? Community. Yeah, mm-hmm. the lead he guy. Did, like, he has a talk show. soup or something, huh? Oh, right, he did the yep. soup. Uh, he did a great outdoors. The, the great indoors. Yeah, dance. great show. Yeah, I fucking love that show. I'm so did I. Pissed as hell that they took that off. Yeah, that was hilarious. Right. Well, he's got a show on Netflix. You got to check it out. It's a weekly. It comes out new every Sunday, and he like they go on uh, showing like. Remember how like um, the soup would do these things? They find funny stuff on TV. Mm-hmm. Same mm-hmm. kind of show, but with cursing. 
And you guys nice. and lots and lots of star guest stars. I love Casey. You want to piss your pants? Joel's <laughs> international corner will, will make you. Oh, geez. You'll see. Just watch it. It's where Tosh.0 got his idea, man. It's just like Tosh.0. Like right. There's internet and shows. Check it. And in fact, uh, we did a Jersey Shore episode for the Mafia last week. <laughs> well, I saw those clips first on this show. <laughs> Check it out, Joe. You'll love it. Yeah. It's called The Joel McHale Show with Joel McHale. <laughs> You're going to name a show. Why the fuck not? <laughs> Redundancy is redundant. Uh, Brian, man, I, you got a list? No, I was busy. I got, I got, I got one movie in. Um, it's first time watch for me. Uh, Demons from 1985. Oh, oh hell, yeah, yeah. So I, I fucking love this movie. Yeah, I, lo- I love the, I love the makeup effects, and uh, there was a lot of gore. I mean, you got a, you got a fucking guy riding a dirt bike through a movie theater with a samurai oh, that sword. Seems- Yes. The, well, that they choose fast as a shark. Some badass song playing in the background. Mm-hmm. Fast as a shark during that sequence. Oh, that's a ten out of ten movie. I don't even have to okay. review it. Nice. Yeah, I mean, I figured. Just that you, it's it's on it's on Shutter. Just that you put. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, no, just because you just be putting that song in there in that sequence makes that a ten out of ten movie. Yeah. I don't blame yeah, you. I, I figured it was on Shutter, and I never I never use my Shutter account ever. So I know, I just, right? I just started looking through, and there's a lot of good movies on there. Yeah, Bought the damn thing, and it's just sitting there. Within the past uh, year, they stepped it up big time. Yeah. And I've been trying to catch up on some Ash versus Evil Dead, because y- y'all probably heard it, it, it got canceled. So. What? Oh, no. Yeah. Well, that's our new segment that we missed. Sorry, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's, that's... I love that show. <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty much all I got in. It was a busy week, so how about you? Uh man, I uh I I got I got kind of an uncool of the week. Uh I'm gonna say no. the Walking Dead finale was sort of a letdown. No spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> well I I don't know what spoilers to give you anyway, because nothing really fucking happened, so <laughs> <laughs> You're not a lot about that program. <laughs> yeah, man, it's uh, it's 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 been downhill for a little while, and that's uh, I think that's maybe my uncool. Uh, my cool of the week, I I really wanted to go see Super Troopers two. I haven't Me had too. the opportunity yet. I'm going Saturday. Uh, yeah, but I did uh, rewatch the original Super Troopers, and nice. yeah, it's awesome. Every effing scene in that movie is so funny. It, it it's one of my favorites of all time. Have they ever so. made a bad movie though? Come on. Yeah, I mean, even even their bad ones are pretty fucking good. So I'm um, I'm my favorite to, slashers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so I'm looking forward to the, to Super Troopers too. Yeah, uh, at some point I will get away and get real blazed and go watch it. <laughs> my man, hey, movie best. Live like Phil, baby. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right. I had a so, tough decision this week in the cinema. I wanted to see Ready Player One. Oh, oh yeah. I haven't seen that yet. Good. I still haven't seen it. But oh, I was like, I got I to gotta go with a quiet place right now because it's a late. I went to the late showing and it was an hour and a half for a 
two and a half or whatever, you know? Yeah. So I was like, well, that's chalking it up. But I was like, I got to throw throw it towards the horror genre. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll catch Ready Player One this week. If not, whatevs. Blue yeah. Light. They're, they're both a cool experience in the theater. Uh, a quiet place just because typically you don't end up people who are talking <laughs> except apparently you because yep. somebody got eaten in the middle of it. <laughs> yeah. Joe, you have a movie pass, right? Yes, I do. Okay. Just make it. Jam. Yeah. I, I, I came out of the movie and Truth or Dare was starting at like, you know, 12.05. And I was like, I wonder if I could use this right now because I could check Wait, in. Oh, yeah. You could have, but I, I didn't. I was, I was shot. I was like, I didn't. Oh, really? Yeah. But it, right it's in. good to know. Note that, uh, you know, something to do. Double yeah. header. Late mm-hmm. night. Uh, so Ringu is going to be our first movie. Ragu. Um, Ringu. Ragu. 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 <laughs> well, Fuck me. Ringu. The ring. The Japanese version. <laughs> uh, the director is uh, Hideo Nakata, also known for uh, Ringu 2 and Dark oh. Water. Oh, shit. You may remember that one. No, I was just, I, I, I watched the one with the cartoon lizard. I thought you guys were talking about Rango. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I was going, why is this horror? He's neither Japanese nor horror. <laughs> like Johnny Depp in a horror movie? What is this? Starring the Geico lizard. Yeah. <laughs> uh, our writer was uh, Hiroshi Takashi Takahashi, also known for Ringu 2 and uh, Don't Look Up. Uh, Shizuko Yamamura is based on a real person. Uh, Chizuko? Donnie? <laughs> Donnie, you want to help me out? So, which one? Chizuko Mufune? <laughs> Tomoko Ishii. I, I think know. you're making. I think you're making names up here because I don't, you don't recognize that name anymore. Uh, the, the person is based on the real. Anyway, uh, she was born in uh, 1886. Oh, uh, Shizuko, yeah, Shizuko Yamamura. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's based on a real person. So yeah. they were born in 1886 in uh, Kamamoto uh, Prefecture and was rumored to have the gift of foresight. Uh, after a demonstration in 1910, uh, she was proclaimed as a charlatan and committed suicide a year later by ingesting poison. So, loosely based on a real person. Craziness. Uh, Koji Suzuki got his inspiration for Ringu the novels uh, from his favorite horror movie, The Poltergeist, which definitely shows up later on today. Uh, the highest grossing horror film in Japanese history, uh, despite its super low budget. What did you guys think of Ringu? Hmm. Well, I, uh, I'll give you my initial thoughts. It was the first time watch. I've seen the original, not the original, this is the original. I've seen the, you know, American version when it came out and I was a teenager and, uh, you know, that one, when it came out, I enjoyed it. I haven't seen it since. So I wonder how that would be, you know, holding up all these years later. But uh, watching this one as the source, you know, I had an idea of it. And, uh, man, it was an experience. I, I, You know, at the end, I was just sitting there in awe, like, wow, this is a really well-done film. Um, especially, ni- this is 1998 it came out. So. Yeah. 
you know, precursor to all the cliche that now you see, right? With the, uh, I, I, I watched, I rated a, a, I reviewed a movie last year for, I think, Bloody Bits or HorrorTalk.com, I don't remember. But, you know, the, the antagonist was, you know, girl, long black hair, right, covering her face. And what, what are we here, 2018? 2017 last year, so... in 20 years later, man. You know, they're still using this, you know, it's now become a staple in the genre. Yep. So, you know, it's a kind of film right here, and uh, you know, you gotta think about things here, you know, what is, you know, what is the, the catalyst to making this film, right? But like you said, it, I didn't know it was based on a true, uh, a true character? Well, true person. A little more insight. Well, no, Sadako is not based on a person. Her mother is. Right, the mom, the psychic. The mother is the psychic. Uh, but what is? Mm. Yeah, the mother is not satanic. Huh? <laughs> Interesting here. See, I didn't know. I didn't know that. See, I'm thinking like you know maybe they made this because of like technology, right? I mean, at the time, you know, you have now this new thing called the DVD. You have this new thing called the internet um, versus the, who? the internet, you know, that thing what that we're on right the, now. What the fuck is the internet? You know, it's that vis- invisible shit that connects us all. That's it. <laughs> there you, go. you know, but I'm just I, in, in my mind, like, you know, I, I read a lot of Kurt Vonnegut, Ray Bradbury, and, you know, all their literature is about, you know, government, politics, um, technology, and how it all affects humanity. So I'm going in thinking, like, you know, this might be some kind of, uh, you know, experience that technology experience, some kind of message that technology could wipe us out, right? Um, 1951's The Pedestrian by Ray Bradbury is a society where everybody lives in an apartment with an air conditioning unit and a constant TV broadcast where, you know, you just become the robot and you're just like that cattle that's hooked up in a, you know, to some tubes and used to produce milk. You know what I mean? Um, And that's it. Waste away. So anyway, um, I kind of paralleled it to something like that where, you know, this tape is now you know, s- slowly snowballing and starting to wipe out humanity. So, I mean, that that's that's the kind of lens I came at the film, you know, after watching it. I'm like, you know, what was this movie really about next <laughs> to the horror aspect to it? Because, I mean, you guys know we're all genre enthusiasts. There's a lot of subtext and sociopolitical talk and stuff like that behind uh, the actual events on the screen, even though some of us don't like looking at it like that, right? Because it gives him a headache. <laughs> hey, T. Hi. <laughs> oh, yeah, we have a special guest here tonight. Mm-hmm. Hey. Sorry, my smoke alarm was going off at my apartment. I had to go check it out. Welcome. How's it going? <laughs> oh, better now that Welcome okay. and <laughs> Great way for me to shut up and segue to somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll take it. Uh, I'm not going to go deep, like into the stuff behind what I thought, but I did see the I saw Ringu first, and then I saw the um, the American version. Oh, really? Yeah, and I got to say, I owned Ringu first on a bootleg I got from some convention, and I got to say, I loved the first time I saw it. Right, 
But I have to say that the, this is the, one of the first times I said, wow, the American remake is actually better than the uh, Japanese original. Absolutely. Even though it was the same director, wasn't it? Yeah. No, no the, Nagata did the uh, second one. Oh, was the guy did uh, the second one did the first American one? No, Nagata did um, Ring 2. The American remake? No, the American Ring 1. I, love I know, the American Ring, Ring 1. 2. That's Gore Verbinski. Oh, that was Gore Verbinski? I didn't realize that. Wow. Oh. Yep. Gore Verbinski from uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, I know who he is, and I had no idea yeah. he did that. But I got to say, you. I yeah, like that one better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. I don't have it. <laughs> yeah. Bill, yeah, let me ask that part you. <laughs> Don? Don? No, I was going to say, Verbinski did part one, and then Nagata did part two. Gotcha. In the American versions. Yes. In the American versions, right. Okay. Now, I wanted to ask Bill, you know, what was what was it that you liked better about it? And in, in my head, like, I haven't seen that movie in 20 plus years, right. but Same I'm thinking here. maybe the pacing here, because in this no. you know, version, there was like definitely a lot of slow scenes, a lot of long shots. Where no, no, I like that. I don't mind the slow, slow, you call you slow know. burn. I know. <laughs> no, I don't mind that. What, what What I thought was that things like it looked ultra low budget and the fact that uh, in the American ones, when she killed somebody, uh, right, Sadako killed someone, you saw their faces were contorted, their bodies, even though it was a PG movie, it looked shocking. That opening scenes, yeah. Yeah. And in the original one, it was just like a freeze frame on black and white. And I was like, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but little things like that and the build up with the tension, I thought was a lot better done in the American version. Don't get me wrong, I don't hate this movie by any means. I love it. Of course. But it just didn't work this time for me that it did twenty something years ago. Nice. Yeah. Donnie, what you think? You agree? Um no, I'm I still have uh the the this one over the remake. Not by much, but I have it over it. Um Did you see this one first? No, I saw the remake first. Okay. Yeah. I have a story about I have a story about that, trust me. I have a story about that. <laughs> I'm sure you knew. <laughs> no, it's the same yeah. one I told you guys. The um, audition boxers. Yeah, the audition boxers omen story, that applies to Ringu. Oh. So uh yeah, I'll tell you guys afterwards. <laughs> All right. Yeah. But uh yeah, no, this is like the second or third time I've seen the original and there's a, a strange issue I have with it, and I don't know if we were going to go deep into that later on, but it's one issue that's just always nagged at me, and it's something that I've never quite been able to explain why it lowers the film for me, but it just does for some reason. But um, other than that one problem, I don't have much else wrong with it. It's a lot of fun. Uh, it's uh, definitely creepy and eerie. Um Although uh, one thing I did want to touch on with uh, Joe was that uh, the long-haired ghost girl look that you see Sadako have, that's actually a Japanese stereo, uh, not stereotype, but it's more of like a cultural paradigm. It's called an onri, mm-hmm. and it uh, refers to a, a malicious spirit. Um, I can explain that, you know. For ages, but. like an urban legend, basically. Right, right. Not necessarily yeah, urban, urban legend. legend. Their lore. Not urban. No, it's not urban legend. It's closer to lore, like what Bill said. Okay. Um. Yeah. It's it goes back to uh, samurai days, where stories would revolve around people meeting malicious spirits and ghosts and 
they were called onris in the original language, which was malicious spirit. That's the direct translation as best they can make it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, um, and that was always the look that they had. It was pale face, long black hair, and completely white. There's a film from, well, there's numerous adaptations going back, you know, from 1800s even, a story called Yasia Kaidan that employs that kind of white-faced, black-haired ghost girl. And it's been a staple of Japanese society for hundreds and hundreds of years. So it's not just Sadako that popularized it. It's just that's the first one that made it to America. Right. So... Yeah, yeah kinda, no, there's kind of uh, straight from the Kabuki mask. Right, exactly. That's sort of where it came from because the original Yasia Kaidan story that I mentioned, it is a Kabuki play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Yasia Kaidan, for those interested, is an adaptation. Both of you were interested. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, I, like I said, I can explain this for hours. I've gone into this in detail. But it's always it's been the pale face, the white, the white clothes, the black hair. And that's always sort of just embody the Japanese spirit. And you can see that in movies from the 50s and 60s even. So it's not just, you know, modern day times like, you know, Ringu and Juan and, um, you know, some of the other ripoffs that came out in its wake. It's it's been a staple of the of the country's output for decades and probably even hundreds of hundreds of years. Yeah, yeah, which is cool because nice. it's kind of the, the creepy Japanese culture that has you know finally made its way to America. Mm-hmm. The, uh, right, the yeah. original movie, The Ring, you know. Well, right. I guess it's the right. remake, but you know. I mean, I, you know, I, I there's probably you know other words and other cultures for these same kind of like you know. I guess not deities, uh, apparitions, spirits, um, ghosts, basically, right? Yeah. They're, but they're, but they're, they're vengeful, right? They, the they, Japanese uh, ghost story. Yeah. Right. You know, I'm, I'm sure, like, if you, you know, this is all the way in the East, you look all the way in the West in some, you know, old school Native American texts, I guarantee they have, you know, a similar ghost, you know, maybe not the same uh, appearance, maybe more like wolf like, right? But they didn't think of VHS. I'm sorry. Like a Wendigo, <laughs> <just saying. laughs> you mean like a Wendigo? Yeah, Wendigo. Like right. a Wendigo. Yeah, yeah, there you yeah, go. Wind- so you know, it's it's pretty cool that you know this stuff links up, like you know, La Llorona. La Llorona, right? Just, Spanish, Mexican, right? There you go. Well, uh, I mean, that just you know, it just to, to me, that kind of just embodies you know, like the primal fear of like uh, like a humanity thing, where it's you know. How would all of these cultures have a similar story if they never met each other? Because there's some creepy shit going on. I was going to say, because it looks so. fucking creepy in every culture. <laughs> That's right. why. But I'm saying is that, you know, how would they have been able to figure to come up with that concept if they never met each other? You know, it, it's just it, you know, it's like I said, it's the primal, it's a primality, primal fear of mankind that it has to connect to. I agree with you, man. I like it. Brian, what you think, buddy? Uh, before I go, um, we got someone joining us. Uh, oh, I think uh, she should introduce herself. And... Yes, she should. Oh, I'm Tanya. <laughs> <laughs> what would you think, Tanya? Um, 
I'm, I'm with Bill. I saw the remake first back when it came out on V, um, not VHS, but DVD. It was VHS As most too. people probably did. Yeah. 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 My dad had a video store. Oh, I, so <laughs> I watched, I rented it from him and watched it. She had to rent movies from her dad. <laughs> How fucked up is that? <laughs> if it was new, I had to rent it. <laughs> But hey, there was only so many like, back in the day. You know? But he wouldn't let her watch the uh, 17 and over movies because she wasn't 17. <laughs> I'm kidding. I have no idea. It was 30s. <laughs> <laughs> They're still not old enough. <laughs> no, I, I I like the remake better. I don't know. To me, the remake was, for me, it was scarier. Scarier, right. I agree. Yeah. I agree. yeah. They had a little better budget. So uh, they had some, yeah, sure. some better That's special true. effects and stuff. Yeah. Not only that, just the way, for me at least, the buildup for the suspense was better. They saw more of uh, of uh, Sadako. <laughs> Joe, are you watching it? <laughs> it's suspense. Watch the end of uh, the, 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 the verses. You know? uh, <laughs> hey, now he's caught up. All right. I thought, you, I thought your kids were still awake. <laughs> no, 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 no. Daddy. I fell asleep. I knocked out on the guys, you know. That's all good. Typical Joey, you know. Oh, but, yeah. um, hey. hey, I got it in time for the segment. There you go. Well, what do you think about the, the Japanese version, though? Okay, so the American version you liked better. I, I get that. Yeah. Was this one pretty good for you, or? or? No, I, I really like. I really yeah. enjoyed this one. Yeah, I, w- I was. I was surprised. I. It wasn't as scary to me. Maybe it's because I knew what was going to kind of happen. Versus where the first when I saw it the first yeah. time, the remake, I didn't know what was going to happen. Now, does it fall into the category of like must watch horror? You know, I think like, so. Like as far as, you know, Exorcist, Evil Dead. The thing, mm. I, I think it, I think it does. Yeah, Ringu or the Ring. I, I think you should watch both. Oh, I mean, almost symbiotic. Cover song be better than the original. <laughs> we're we're going back to that conversation. The blob, the fly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'd love to revisit it. I saw Rings last year when that came okay, out. Okay, stop right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I was just going to say, I, you know, I didn't think it was as bad as I thought it was going to be. No, I didn't see that one. I didn't even see Ring 3D. I want to see all that shit. Well, I think if I saw Ringu first, I, I would be, I would have been scared. But where I saw yeah. the remake first, I was scared. I knew it was going to happen. I was, but not as much as the Ring. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It was uh, definitely very creepy, and you know the atmosphere. Um, I like that they don't, you know, give it all away, right? Like it's, right. it's not like she's popping oh. up on the screen from the get-go all over the place. You know, you get that little, especially knowing this. Like, so you know, looking at it for the first time, no watch. You know, you see this little arm about to come out of the well, and then the tape cuts out. You know, seeing the original, the, the I keep saying the original, seeing the the American version, right? Even though I didn't see this, it's almost like seeing it already. So I know what's yeah. about to go down, and it's like you know that suspense right there. So you know, it works you know both ways. If you watch the American one first, that one first, but you know the fact that it came from a novel, man, I got, I, I would love to delve into that and see what's. Yeah. Because you know, you go into a book, it changes everything. I mean, you could be in. Well, these if categories. you're gonna go for, if you're gonna go for the novel, there's actually a 1995 TV adaptation that's even more faithful than this one is. I've got that too. It's called, uh, what's it called? 
Is it Apple? No, no, it's called No, uh, it's it's Reason. called Oh, Ryzen. No, Ryzen. No, that's a, that's not. Reason. That's a sequel. No, it says Reason's it's a, a sequel. No, it says short Raisin. movies that were inspired boom, to make the ring. No, Raisin is a sequel. Would you like to see the box? It says it's what inspired the ring. I don't know. I'm just saying. I know that Raisin is Raisin is based on the sequel novel to the ring. Hmm. Belaku versus Danaku. <laughs> Belaku no. and Danaku. No, Raisin is based on the the sequel novel Spiral. All right, I'll be right back. Hold on. <laughs> I can only imagine what his video collection looks like. He has everything. He has like, so much. It's, it's Man, it's 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 definitely classic for me. Um, I, yeah, well, well, Brian, you want to go first? Or you want me to go? I'll go real quick. All right, um, cool. I thought it was well, well yeah. made, well acted. But I was bored as shit. <laughs> There's nothing happened. They watched this video over and over for an hour and twenty minutes. Yeah, and you don't see uh, Sadako. Oh, guys, oh, there it is. What does that say? Hold on, your camera's not on. In the sun. You want the truth? Put it back on. Put it back on. There's too much glare. I can't see. All right. Hold on. There we go. All right. One of the films that inspired the ring. Uh-huh. One yeah. of them. Yeah. Yeah. One of. Yep. Inspired the ring. <laughs> we'll get into that. It's in not a sequel. <laughs> <laughs> but you didn't Sweet. give it to me. I, I, I received it. <laughs> Rip it. Uh, oh, yeah. Go ahead, Brian. I'm sorry. I was uh, nothing happened for almost an hour and a half, and then you just wait. I, I think this is the one of the rare times where a remake is actually, for me personally, better than the original. I agree, Brian. Yeah, yeah. and I, I might get a lot of shit for this, but I will probably never watch this movie ever again. <laughs> I could definitely understand that one hundred percent. I mean, yeah. if I never watch it again, I'm. It's not the end of the world, but so it, it brings that good question up, you know, where, um, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, Friday Thirteenth, Evil Dead, right? The Iconics. Um, th- is it really on that list? You know. Well, I think in combination with the English version, I think it's on that list because I think in the in the, in the remake, the English version. They basically redid the same movie. I mean, there was a couple of things that were changed, but more or less they kept the story the same and just put in English actors, which with, with a big, with a bigger budget and better special effects. Right. Yeah. I felt like you could tell during Ringu that the special effects were obviously low budget, like you were saying, the the black and white. Yeah, thing instead of actually going to the face of the of of the dead people, um, it was definitely creepy. I think it's uh, I think it's I think it's definitely a must watch at least once. You sure. know, just definitely. go see it if you've never seen it. I mean, it's part of a crucial canon. Yeah, but it's not part of you know somebody's personal. I mean, it could be part of somebody's personal favorites, but it's not one of those. You know, it's. Like, when you watch a slasher movie, right, like, you come back to that antagonist, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Where here, it's like, 
you know, this this is a, a film. This is not, you know, like this should not have been a constant array of sequels. Or maybe it should have. I don't know. Don, you tell <laughs> us. You've probably seen them all. But, um, you know, like. <laughs> put this next to rings it's like you don't need rings right, oh, right. Means, but it's know? like you know the first the first friday the 13th movie you know is is basically what this is in japanese and i think the the american version was scarier <laughs> but i they're they're both pretty classic man See, but then you take friday the 13th and you put it the american version I mean, the, 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 remake, the remake version like the japanese version version of the american could you imagine a japanese version of that they don't know oh, what the oh. he might he may be wearing some kind of other kind of mask you'll die kevin bacon jason He's wearing a catcher's mask instead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and Saki in the other hand. Yeah. Uh, what the fuck I do have a that? question about this, though. The Ringu. Oh, wait, hold on. So Friday 13th, you put a bigger budget, right? Some, you know, better actors, quote unquote. It's called 2009. Yeah, they did that. Yeah. And it's definitely not better than the original. No, but still good. But they they also didn't like retell the exact same story, and they did it, you know, uniquely, right? Right, right. Like in in this one, it was it it was it was replacing foreign for domestic, sure, to get the even money, yeah. And I I think that they did it really well. They kept a, a, a really cool Japanese feel to it. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and it started a whole Japanese horror trend. Oh, which, phenomenon! Fucking America with everybody yeah, wanting to see like dark water and the pulse. Yeah. And, Americans and, were yeah. not really familiar with, and that's probably one of my favorite horror styles. I nice. like it, man. It was. Uh, I, I I do like the American version better, but I, I think this is a classic. It's super cool to go back and watch where the roots came Agreed. from. Yeah, I'm with you, man. Hundred percent. Wow. Yep. Yes, Although course. I do have one question at the end. Oh yeah, go ahead. At, but I had an idea. Uh, at the end of the movie, she's trying to figure out what she did that he didn't do, right? Oh yeah. Why she survived? And I'm like, well, you hugged the fucking waterlogged corpse of the dead girl. Well, yeah, that'll do it too. So I thought maybe that was why she lived. <laughs> Because she hugged the dead body. <laughs> but that's not what the guy with the towel on his head told her. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. He's like, wait, huh? she's like, what did I do? That was different. Yeah, when, they connected know. some weird dots in the Japanese one. I thought it made a little <laughs> more sense in the American version. So, yeah, like, that was kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. Plus, she was, uh, like, I mean, you know, just the acting on it and all. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, the, the chick was super erratic. When oh, something yeah. happened, she'd be like, Freaking the fuck out and I was always in the corner, you know. <laughs> one day left, come on. <laughs> but uh but no, it was it was still a good watch, man. Definitely yeah. definitely worth uh worth checking out. Uh what, what do you guys think on scores? Hmm. I'm at a solid four to five. Out of five? Great, yeah, I think it's a great film. Um it does hold up, but um, at the same time, you know, I'm not going to be revisiting this one again anytime soon. You know, I, I mean, I might down the line, you know, um, I, if we ever get into a franchise retro or something like that. But, you know, it's not like I'm going to 
have a Blu-ray on standby, ready to go. It's not like a yearly just, watch, but um, it's I'll, a great film. I'll just say this, Joe. There's 14 films in the franchise. I don't think we're doing a retrospective. <laughs> no. Japanese yeah, I've got, got like four of them. Yeah. No wonder they were so excited about that Sadaku versus yeah. or whatever. <laughs> ring zero. I got ring two. I got ring. What all ring what is now? Ring 27 and a half. Yeah, I don't have 3D though. 3D or the last one, last year's one, I don't have. Hey, um, well, there's actually, yeah, there's a couple. Yeah. Go ahead, John. Don. No, I wasn't saying anything. Okay. Uh, Phil, what, what is your rating score from one to what? Uh, we usually do one to 10, but uh, one, one to five. Okay. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> then just double it. Yeah. <laughs> So that was a pretty kick-ass score, man. So you're saying uh, four to five out of five. That's that's an eight. That's fucking classic, man. An eight, eight out of ten. Eight out nice. of ten. Yeah. Solid eight. I can go eight too if you're doing that scale. Yeah. Wow. All right. Yeah. Same here. Eight. Wow. I'm going Across seven the board and a half. You gotta be fucking different. No, I'm not trying to. It's just the fucking black and white still frame thing gets me every time. Yeah. Seven and a half. That was great. Four. 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 Four and a ten. Ooh, we got bored in. Uh, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a seven and a half, uh, just because it's got so many roots in the in the uh, American version. Uh, exactly the American right. version, I'll give it eight and a half. That's exactly what I was saying, dude. Yeah. Eight and a half yeah. for the American, seven and a half for the uh, Japanese. Yeah. yeah, I think they're. I, I I think they're both on a must watch list. List if you're checking out horror movies. Agreed. Yeah, agreed. Okay, Sweet. on to our second movie of the evening. Juwan, the grudge. Oh, did you say Brandon's on? No, Juwan. Ah. <laughs> Speaking of Jews. Juwan? Speaking of Jews. On our YouTube. I see that coming. On our YouTube chat. I did not see that coming. <laughs> on our, ouch. On our YouTube uh, chat right now, um, Jeremy Friedman from 22 Shots. Speaking of which, <laughs> New Power with three exclamation points and then our <laughs> nine and a half Jersey Shark Attack Anelli. Whoa. <laughs> Jeremy! Fucking feedback on the fly, man. I like it. <laughs> uh, so, Jew on the Grudge. Uh, trivia. We got uh, the director and writer uh, Takashi Shimizu, also known for the U.S. version of The Grudge, and Reincarnation. Uh, this film is the third installment of the Juon series. Fourth. 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 Yeah, if you go and uh, try to look it up, man, there's a bunch of other Juon stuff that's not The Grudge. So oh, yeah. uh, be of aware of that. Guys, yes. <laughs> of- uh, I'm like, the film messaging the group. Am I watching the right movie, guys? <laughs> I was trying to show you pictures. This one, not this one. <laughs> like, dude, there's a lot of them. Blue Boys and all these movies. Yeah, the Blue Boys. And you they know, all dude, seem to you be watch connected. a lot of movies with Blue Boys. Is a problem. 
<laughs> so there's like Jew on the Curse and the Curse yeah. Two. Yeah, and right. They're all their storylines are all continued in this sequel. Is that right? Yes. No. Um, yeah. One bleeds. <laughs> one bleeds in. Jew on the Curse One bleeds into Jew on the Curse Two. Yeah. Storylines from Jew on the Curse Two bleed into Jew on the Grudge One. Okay. Right. That makes sense. Which all bleeds right. into one though the curse. With the, so, uh, with the father, with the thing. Kayako and Toshio are based on the Japanese <laughs> legends of the uh, Onryo, a vengeful spirit that was uh, unlike Western ghosts, which we talked about already, actually. Yeah. Kind of the same stuff that the ring was based on. Uh, can physically manifest to attack and kill victims, whereas our ghosts are just energy and can't. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the manifest when they are killed is in the state of a deep rage as explained by the opening title card. Uh, that's the whole grudge situation. <laughs> so, uh, what did you guys think about that one? Joey, we'll go to you first. Again, I'll kick it off. You know, well, I'm, I'm, I'm We're going in order, man. I got it. Actually, <laughs> unlike the ring where, uh, you know, I it wasn't the ring. Unlike Ring, nineteen ninety nine, uh, <laughs> instead of That's Ring ninety eight, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> I, I thought um, I thought this movie was boring. There you go. Yeah, yeah. I'm 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 feeling how Brian felt about Ring with this one. Um, I I caught myself. Well, I think the fact that I was confused as all hell it plays a major factor in here. I'm watching the movie and I'm like, I can't tell who who's who, what's going on. It's breaking up. There's just like you know a, a Japanese symbol on the screen. I don't know what the fuck it means. Like, what is this? A new chapter? A new segment? A new day? I have it, no clue. Very Pulp um, Fiction style, huh? Oh yeah. So you know, oh when crap! It's that's how they make that movie. Oh fuck that shit! Then I don't need to watch it. Yeah, but see, when you watch Pulp Fiction, it makes sense because, you know, you can follow along as it's in English, you know? It's not like you have to fucking manage reading subtitles while listening to a native I, language. I manage this one just fine watching it, watching it in subtitles. Uh, not me. I was like, dude, what the fuck? I was just sitting there scratching Sometimes. my head. Um, I, Although, by the end, it starts to make a little more sense you know see I, I i never saw the the american grudge i don't know anything about this franchise at all oh so going in knowing absolutely nothing right makes it hard to follow um where when you know you i've seen the ring so i had an idea of it so when you watch it you know there's a little bit of familiarity right where here i was just like thrown into the deep end of um this franchise and like i said I'm, I'm like trying to figure out i'm reading wikipedia synopsi to figure out if i'm watching them and it's all the same characters fucking killing cats and their wives and i'm like dude what the fuck it's the same thing <laughs> so it goes in my head, everybody and 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 according to what i read and i thought i i thought that the curse and the curse 2 were television versions the and then eventually made into um feature films the grudge and the grudge to is it no is that not right you're close no um jew on the curse is a continuation actually of a japanese tv series called gakko no kaiden 
that was a that was originally a Japanese uh, movie from 1995 that produced three theatrical sequels and then two television sequels. Now the the theatrical sequels were titled one, two, and three, or two, three, and four, and then the television adaptations were F and G. And Gakko no Kaidan G is the starting point for the Grudge for the Juon series. So, so they had a whole the storyline. This just picks up in the middle of a giant series, right? Yeah the the Gakko no Kaidan series. The two, if you pick up the blue the um, DVD edition of the American remake, you'll get two Japanese short films on the Blu-ray. Those are the segments from Gakko no Kaidan G that spin off from the Juon series. Okay. If you have the yeah, if you have the Blu-ray, if you have the DVD, those are included as extras to give you an idea of where the franchise starts. Now, Gakko no now Juwan, <laughs> yeah, Juwan the Curse One basically starts off where you realize Toshio is Toshio's dead, and his school teacher is going to find out what happened to him, and then he falls under the the curse of the the curse of it. But then it also goes back and details how Kayako and Toshio were killed. Oh. And then there's another and then there's another story that details um a schoolmate a friend of theirs a friend of Kayako's uh, not Kayako um there's these school children you know one of those you know the urban legend of the house and all that they end up getting caught into it and then in part 2 that storyline is continued where one friend is killed in Ju on the curse 1 the other friend is killed in Ju on the curse 2 and then in Ju on the Curse 2, you get the girl Izumi that ends up getting killed here in Ju on the Curse, Ju on the Grudge 1. So when you see, right, the, the sequence where she's looking at the photographs and she sees all the friends with the blacked out eyes, mm-hmm. those are the people from the three films. Because oh. her friend is included in it. That's Ju on the Curse 1 and Ju on the Curse 2 that they're included so, so that makes sense because they acted like you were supposed to know some sort of backstory during this one. Right, yes. It, yeah. Is are Zoom any is, of the other ones on the same level as this? The American Part 2 is actually kind of complex because there's three stories in that one. There's the, the, the you know, the sister from Part 1, she's... You know, the Sarah Michelle Geller, her sister's trying to figure out what happened to her, and then she falls under the curse. Then you see the sequence where, you know, the girl from, you know, the apartment building, she's being stalked by the girl. And then there's the three school children that you see getting attacked. Now, in in uh, The Grudge Part 2, the second storyline, that continues off into The Grudge 3, the made-for-TV made sequel. That spins off into that one, but then the other two storylines end up in they're completed in the Grudge Two. Right. So, so that's the only like the one. Final Fantasy games with the titles. <laughs> Final Fantasy Two is really Final Fantasy Six. However, Final Fantasy Four is huh. really Final Fantasy yeah. Three Point Five. What? <laughs> what would you think about this one? It was. I I mean oh, me? does does well I mean Donnie does this uh okay. does this fall into classic horror movie is this does this yeah, make your I'm list a... as far as Japanese horror goes 
I'm not going to beat around the bush. Um, alongside Halsu and Boxer's Omen, this is among my top three favorite Asian horror films. Okay. I nice. I don't have a I don't have a favorite, but that's my top three. Halsu Jew Halsu Jew on the Grudge and Boxer's Omen. That's my top three. Interesting. See, I, I found uh, this. I don't know. Like at the end, after I figure out, like, okay, all these little stories are little stories, you know, broken up into chapters by character. Um, each each section, I guess, is named the character's name. So, yeah, you know, if I would have known right. that, it, it would have made a little more sense watching the film. Um, I, I think when the scares happen, they happen effectively. Um, I think that's the look what of I the, love about it. Right, the look yeah, of the film—that's what I love about it. Yeah, the look of the look of the, the little uh, blue boy and uh, the chick. I think they look well. No, it, 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 the chick did not look good actually in this film. And no? The special effects. No, the special Kayako? effects. This, even at the end. Oh, at the end, yeah, Kayako, but like that, that just shadow that you see throughout the film. Oh, I got you. Kayako's creepy. Yeah, when yeah, you get the actual reveal, yeah, when you get the reveal, it's good. But, you know, it's like you see the shadow, this, like, little black blob thing. Um, this was after The Ring in 2002, so I was like, dude, you know, these effects sucked. But, uh, you know, budget, I don't know what the budget was or anything. Um so yeah, I was a little uh, taken back by those effects. Like, oh, what's up with that? But uh, again, the, the scares were uh, done effectively. I thought, but I thought there was a lot of uh, little, a lot of time just playing through here. Scenes are just playing out slowly, slowly until you get to the scares. And uh, I don't know, maybe I was taken aback because I was trying to figure it all out, you know. So I couldn't really focus on. When your brain is churning like this, you know, it's hard to just sit back and really be like, all right, let me take it all in, you know? Yeah. Trying to like. Because then you, you got to figure, figure out where out you're at with pieces. each new person when they just thrust you into the middle of it. Yeah. I'm like, I don't yeah. know. It's bad enough. I can barely say these people's names. You know, now I gotta keep track of them. Yeah, Dude, after after the scene with Kayako Sadaka, I don't know the fucking different names. Like fifteen minutes in, it's like the chicks cleaning the house, and I'm like, is she related to this lady, or is she just a social worker that's really nice? I thought the same thing. I was like, is that okay? Now that's not the same chick. I'm what about sure. when the when the when the beds were hung out to dry with the poop stains? You know, right. that, was, that was a good social worker. Yeah, I really can. <laughs> And dude, what's up with these these movies and social workers? <laughs> like, I feel like the other movie too was about a social worker. No, she was a reporter in in the Ringu. But he's not talking about uh, the, the other one versus. Oh, and Sadako. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Okay, we'll so, get to that. I was just curious if if that was yeah a theme throughout the franchise. Um, I thought it was cool in this one. No, I think. I mean, I no, think it's just problems. That, no, that's just Japanese heritage. You take care of your elders. Yeah, it's their culture. They'd have people for right. welfare yeah. workers. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah, oh, just nobody's heard from you. Let me come check up. No, more like the police will be kicking in your door here in the U.S. And you're, you know, you're doing something wrong. Nobody's heard from you for a week. <laughs> it's kicking your fucking door. Man, it's, fucking. <laughs> but um, over there, they send, you know, a, 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 a spoken woman to come make sure everything's okay. <laughs> 
Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> Can't wait yeah, to get old. No. Yeah, I, I thought that was interesting, though. Having it could the character could have been anything, you know, but a social worker, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, somebody who uh, tries to help the situation. Um, Bill's favorite SJWs, right? Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bill and uh, Tanya, what'd you guys think? Well, um, I will go first. Tanya, is that okay? Yeah. All right. I was biting my tongue the whole time you guys were talking. Uh, I'm one of the people who saw the curse first and curse two. So Did you? yeah. And nice. I love both of those movies. However, the, they were shoddy shot on video crap. Like the effects sucked. And it was like watching a home movie of like a guy shooting a, with his friggin' cell phone. But the story was great. And the idea was awesome. So going into the grudge, I was blown away. I fucking love this movie. All right. Knowing that it's like a kind of an anthology on everyone who dies in the house, like it shows their name. It's like their story on how they died and knowing all this to begin with. And the first thing I thought of was Pulp Fiction for horror. So yeah, you guys took that from me. Sorry. No, I knew what was going on. I loved it. I sat back. I said, wow, this, the, the production value is so much better uh, in addition to the creepy-ass effects. Like, just walking through a scene and, like, seeing the kid in the background and not focusing on that. But you see it as the viewer. Amazing. Some of the scariest friggin' camera work ever without using, like, digital effects or, or, or special effects of any kind. Just a, a pale kid in the background or under the covers. Like, the lady. Holy crap. Yeah. Yeah. This terrified yeah, so- me. This movie is one of my favorite Asian films of all time. So I got to hand it to him. Never bored me for a second. I was all in from the get-go. This is amazing. This is how you do a jump scare without a cheap jump scare. Just have and- a kid meowing. <laughs> it's interesting how, like, you know, going in with knowledge of the other stuff, you know, enhances that experience. Yeah. Where... Going in knowing absolutely nothing. Like, I didn't even know what kind of a ghost or anything. Oh, right. Was, well, I didn't know what the they first were thinking about it. In, this was the first one on the franchise I saw. So I was going in blank when I first saw it. Because I oh, saw no, this even before no. I saw the remake. Really? Me too. Yeah, I, I saw, saw this one. And I got to say. No, I saw this one before. I saw this one before the remake. Yeah, me too. And the fact is, once you see the remake, I'm like, God, does the remake suck? <laughs> really? Compared to this, so? Yeah. I did not like yeah. that at all. This is the only one I've seen. I haven't seen the remake. Yeah, the remake's like a manufactured, like cookie oh. cutter thriller, PG thirteen. Sarah Michelle Geller. Sarah Michelle Geller, and yeah. and um, I, I, I thought it was Jennifer Love Hewitt for some reason. <laughs> I'm mistaken the name. Sorry. <laughs> they uh, they fall in sync. Not- okay. <laughs> Big boobs, yeah. different colored hair, right? And uh, but yeah, she moves to Japan. The same kind of story, just not as good. It was all paint by numbers. This. You ain't fucking safe if you're a kid. If you're a fucking nobody is safe. If you step foot in that house, you're dead. No matter what. It's all amount of like when and how. And some of the scariest ghosts I ever saw. Another thing I was going to mention was the fact that in Japanese culture, ghosts can kill you. (laughs) Not like here where they slam doors and like open a drawer. No. Like poltergeist. No. Bullshit. This shit, they kill you. <laughs> yeah. I'm never moving to Japan then. 
right? <laughs> Japanese girls are mean motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they don't discriminate. It's like you're a kid. I don't care. You're dead. Anybody walks into this house, you're dead. There's no way to escape yeah. it. And everybody. Can you imagine like all the police who came in to investigate? They all died. They showed that in the movie. They mentioned it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Nobody survives whoever well, walks in. And I thought that well, was kind what... of a cool little slight difference to it. It was, you know, it had kind of an urban legend feel to it. Yes. Where, where everybody knew what was happening and they were just like, yeah, this is what sucks and you can't do anything about it. So don't go in the house. <laughs> don't go there. And they were like wondering, like the only guy who survived, you know, why? Because he didn't go in the first time. Then he did. Right. Then you get some weird shit. Like you see, he sees his own daughter in the future and she sees him. And that comes into com- uh, into play later when she goes to his, his ghost and says, I saw you that day. Like, oh, everything about this. this oh, was it a future it. thing that he saw? It was him. It was. He was alive. Oh. He saw her in the future. Yes, he's okay. in the future, yeah. Right. And it then, was it was a little confusing with the different stories for every sure, person. Sure. I get that. But after you watch it, watch it again and say, Okay, now I get it. Yeah. <laughs> because she says to his ghost, Dad, I saw you there at that house what that day. And he looks at her pathetically. I was like, Oh, so yeah, I mean everything about this is one of my favorite or uh Asian movies of all time. Yeah, top three for me. <laughs> I'll go with that. What do you think, Brian? Montana. Uh, Montana. <laughs> That's your first time watch, by the way. Yeah, I haven't seen any of the Grudge movies. In the oh, wow. wow. This is the the first one I've ever seen, and this really creeped me out. <laughs> yeah? I woke up and saw that lady hanging upside, bending over upside down <sighs> over me. Oh, my God. Goddamn kid with the cat mouth <laughs> or or lift up your covers and there's the glare of the girl pulling you under what she's popping yeah. out of your bra yeah <laughs> that was oh that's horrifying <laughs> i think i probably would have died of a heart attack right there. <laughs> yeah this movie definitely creeped me out without being like so terrifying that you can't watch it's right. so good that yeah. you, you want to see more yeah and like this background, where you and you don't, they don't like you said they don't focus on him, but he's there. Yeah, they did the other. It, well, we'll get there. Never mind. Yeah, which is cool considering it's got subtitles. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Although our subtitle might have a bootleg from nineties or whatever, whatever came out two thousand. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> some of the subtitles were hilarious. I don't know if you guys saw the same thing. What was some of them? We are suck. <laughs> yeah, we are suck. And so, <laughs> oh, I don't think I saw that one. <laughs> uh, there's, there's a lot of them. When they showed like the missing girls on the on the you know the three on the poster, what did it say? Um, uh, find friendship or something like find that. Find us. Uh, no, 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 I was like, find a friend or something friend. like that. I was that. like, I bet they do. <laughs> <laughs> find us. Find, find us something. Oh, it was so it funny. Was something though. like find anyway. a friend or something. Like I'll that. take screenshots. I'll throw them on you guys' site. <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 the downfall of some of these is that they lose a little bit in translation. You oh, know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. they and they're never... repeated though. It just the yeah. same. Every time they'd show that, it was the same thing, and we'd laugh. <laughs> it was uh, you know they can never they can never get that dialect exactly right. You know, right. like what you would be saying in English compared sure. to what you would be saying in Japanese. Yeah. So it's always a little bit of a difference watching the uh, the foreign films. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, it worked. Uh, what, what, do you, what do you think, Brian? 
this one I was uh, way more entertained. Better than the, the yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, my version I watched, I did not get no subtitles at all. Oh. At all? So you so just that, watched it in Japanese and went yeah, yeah and added on and the added factor that I've n- not seen the previous two I was at a loss for trying to find what the story was about but overall I did like the look of the uh, Kayaku is that is that how you say it yep right. very creepy yeah. very creepy especially the the whole movement when when she comes down the stairs that the that, sound she makes final and that, scene that little boy gets oh. me every time he pops up on the screen yeah. Right? But um, the covers when he's just like, eh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what the fuck? but but overall watching this, this definitely makes me want to go and watch the previous two because I it, it it got me it, it got my interest. So just don't definitely. be put off by the really low budget they had. Okay. <laughs> yeah, the they're uh, made for they're made for TV movies. So, really? Yeah, they're made for TV movies from twenty years ago in Japan. And they look like Keep that so, in mind. so it's like watching it's like watching an asylum film basically. No, See, no, asylum films have better quality than this. <laughs> yeah. It's like someone shot it on like a SV camera, like a video camera. Oh yeah. I was digging this one more than the uh more than the Rangu movie. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. Special yeah. effects and all that stuff. Well going. it wasn't really special effects, dude. It was just the way they used the effects. Yeah. Well, yeah, like you were saying. I mean, you know, they got a kid off in the background. A kid might paint in the background. Or they cut him to a bed and they shoot away. Yeah. And there was a scene where they just showed him in the reflection of a door. And and if you weren't paying attention for that, like, quarter of a second scene, Mm -hmm. then you would have missed it. Yeah. You pay attention. Uh, Holy shit, that's creepy. (laughs) Right. But everything that they did was really super creepy. It was uh, jump scares and tension. Yeah, uh, the. that peekaboo trick that they play, dude. That, that was oh, the he yeah. just fucking stole the movie. That guy, yeah. I love that, that peekaboo, the old man. Yeah, yeah, old man. <laughs> that peekaboo. He's checking out her ass. Yeah. He's like, move out of the way. He's like peekaboo. There's your ass. <laughs> <laughs> that guy stole the movie. Yeah, no, I, 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 I think I like this one even better. Um, it, it came out a couple of years later, so you know they had some stuff to go on. But uh, as go far on, as Japanese horror yeah. goes, I mean, it was it was pretty on point. I mean, yeah. they were they were Top creepy point. as hell. I, I I don't. I think the American version to me was kind of the same movie. It, it's been a long time since I remember it, or since I've seen it, so it's kind of hard to remember. But. It sounded like it was about the same sort of movie uh, with slightly better special effects, sort of like The Ring was. Really? I thought it was like CGI crap with a cookie-cutter plot that was... They did the CGI thing, and they had some cookie-cutter stuff in it, but like the scene in the shower... Uh, I remember in the the American version, like the hands are coming out of the back of her head, and it was crazy shit. And in this one, it was... uh, just the hands head, that yeah. were in the back of her hair, uh, like uh, Kayako was in the shower with her, which right. is creepy in a whole different sense. Yeah. <laughs> um, but this one, I can actually say, holds up to the American version. Um, it, it may be better. I I really loved it. I think I this think was so a too. better watch than than Ringu. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. All right, scores. 
I disagree with all of you. <laughs> so what do you think, Joey? What do you, what do you score it on one to ten? Um, I'm I'm in at a seven. I think it's I think it's good. I think it's not. Okay. I think I was underwhelmed um, and also confused. Which definitely, you know, when you're a little, when you got that little fire inside, and you're just a little fucking angry, and you're like. Fuck, not as focused. But I mean, I think if I went in um, and watched this without the anxieties of trying to get it in time for the show, um, trying to figure out what exactly is going on and have time to really digest it all and that I kind of understand the the plot a little more, it might be, uh, you know, a different experience. But I got to say, it definitely, I want to see the American version. It definitely... I'm not too interested in the television movies, but um, I'm interested in this world, right, that it could build. I mean, if you think about it, you have this house. Anybody that goes in it is going to die. So this house is going to, you know, live on before. It's going to have some kind of time frame, right? House is built, taken down. But maybe a new, you know, say, like a condo is built there, right? Next thing you know, there's even more people getting wiped out, but they're all, they could all have their own individual stories. Well, it's um, not the land, it's the house itself. Man, I don't yeah. fucking know, Bill. I'm just fucking trying to project here. <laughs> like an Indian <laughs> graveyard. <laughs> I'm trying to project. <laughs> you know, I'm thinking like, yeah, like, you know, Pet cemetery style. <laughs> <laughs> Flamethrower, burn it down. Yeah, from don't the outside, to go That's what they tried to do, and then they didn't yeah. fucking do it. Right, but he tried. So yeah, then that, the house ain't going anywhere, you know? The house won't let him do it. That's the thing. That's why you stand outside and do it. It's cursed. Yeah. He tried. He was going to go out there and just burn it. Well, yeah, he went inside. You're he right. went inside. That was the problem. Yeah. Okay, yeah, cool. But, so your um, ratings are 7.5? No, 7. just 5. straight 7. 7. Yeah, I, th- I thought it dragged the times. Um, and uh, But the times it didn't. It didn't, right? And it's really effective. So, Roger, hmm. Donna, what's that? Oh, I'm nine and a half on this. Um, nine and a half. Yeah, if some of the all-time greatest jump scares, uh, plenty of plenty of tension, suspense. Exa- it does exactly what I think a horror film should do, expertly. A few touches where the confusing storyline kind of holds it up, but you know, it's a what it does right as a horror film is much more important than what it doesn't for my own personal taste. So yeah, nine and a half, easy. Cool, Bill. All right, I love the movie. I love everything about it. In fact, some of the acting, that old lady playing the mom. Yeah. It's like she had brown hair in one part and then white hair in one part. Like, when did that transition? I don't know. In fact, Tanya mentioned it. <laughs> she goes, look, she has brown hair there. You scared the color out. Yeah. So, like, little touches like that, I freaking love this. In addition to, like, the best jump scares, the best everything about a horror movie. This is horror. But I'm not going to go 9.5. I'm going straight 9 just because some of the ending was kind of confusing in parts where I didn't understand what happened. So, like, uh, I'm not going to say it, but the last story, I was like, huh? So I had to look it up. So, yeah, I'm going to give it a straight 9 out of 10. This freaking movie rocks. This is one every horror fan should see. Yeah. 
Yeah, definitely. I put this one way over Ringu. Yeah. Oh, wow. All right. Tanya? Um, I had, the only thing I knew was a cursed house when I went into this because I haven't seen any of the other versions, American, Japanese. And it freaked me out. I was like, if I wake up and see that boy tonight, <laughs> I'm sleeping in my car. <laughs> I'm glad I don't have cats. <laughs> <laughs> His cat's outside. <laughs> but <Forever. yeah. laughs> Till 4 a.m. probably. Um, yeah, it freaked me out. Um, I really, I really love this movie. I gave it a nine. Cool. Brian, what you think? Uh, I'm going to go straight eight. Um, I'm definitely wanting to uh, check out more of these movies. I thought uh, Kayaku was uh, really creepy. And like I said, that every time, every fucking time that kid pops up, it gets me. So eight out of ten. Now, do you believe that you would have had a higher rating on that if you had subtitles? I <laughs> understood what they were saying, yeah. It, yeah, you know but, what? This, this might be close to a 10 if I could actually follow what was going on yeah. in the story. Yeah, because nice. this one was, was kind of confusing with the whole Pulp Fiction thing they had going. Because, I mean, it was I, I thought that on its own was kind of brilliant. I'm, you don't yeah, get no, a lot of movies that right. do it like that. Right. No, but, uh, dude, the, Phil, the thing I'm saying is the part that was confusing for me was the ending with what was supposed to be Kayako's story, but it was someone else's, Rika, whatever her name was. Yeah. So that kind of confused me. I had to look that part up. Oh, I, like, I, I feel like a lot of it was confusing, and I think some of it may just get lost in translation a little bit. Yeah. Um, oh, and the poor dubbing. I mean, uh, not dubbing, the the, the subtitles were yeah. really funny at times, so I had yeah. to knock off a couple of there for there, so... Um, but I, I, I'm, I'm going to give them definitely an A for effort on the uh, uh, transferring from person to person. I like that each person's story. Yes. But plus, then you got to see uh, like two or three different kills. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and, you know, that haunted house did not spare anybody. They were mean as hell. Uh, definitely a, a must watch. I'm going to give it an 8.5. Wow. Yeah, I like it. I agree. Nice. All right, which leads us into The Ring versus The Grudge. Donnie, what's the name of the movie? Sadako versus Kayako. Uh-oh. <laughs> it's, uh, what, was, what was her name in the American version? Oh, it was like, uh, what was her name in the American? The Samara? Ring? Samara. Samara, right. Yeah. Samara. yeah, okay, so that's Sadako, and uh, Kayako is the grudge chick. Yep. So we're in for it now. It's like Freddy versus Jason in the, yeah. in the Japanese world. <laughs> what is she called in the English grudge? I forgot. Uh, it's been so, I don't I even think once. I didn't like it. It might be Kayako. It might be. Yeah, they make, because Japan, it's set right? in Japan. 
It yeah. said in Japan. I think that they they kept it Kayako. Yeah, because she went to Japan in the movie. I, yeah, it might actually even be the same actress, if believe it or not. Because Shimizu, Shimizu did the one and two, so I believe it may have even been the same actress playing Kayako. Could be. Yeah, well, that would I, be just or I just looked it up. It's the same name. Nice. Check yeah. that out. There's an extra piece of trivia that we didn't even charge you guys for. It's <laughs> uh, so our director is uh, Koji Shiraishi. Shirashi. 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 Ah. Shirashi. Also known Shirashi. for Shirashi. Shirashi. <laughs> No, not happening today. <laughs> <laughs> also known for uh, grotesque and uh, occult. Um, writer is uh, Koji Suzuki uh, with Takashi Shimizu. Shimizu. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you try to run over those, you'll trip over them. Uh, <laughs> the project started out as an April Fool's gag, uh, mm-hmm. but became a reality due to strong fan interest. Mm-hmm. Um, Remember <laughs> the baseball Barbie. pitch they did? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that that brings to the next one. For marketing, uh, several pieces of merchandise and goodies playing uh, in the cute aspect regularly used in Japan were released, such as uh, cup hangers, beauty masks, and even a collaboration with the Hello Kitty brand. <laughs> Hello Kitty Sadako. For what? real. <laughs> Other goodies were more traditional, such as T-shirts, key rings, and doorknob hangers. Um, to promote the film, uh, an Instagram account was created for Kayako and Toshio, uh, depicting humorous everyday life situations with the two ghosts. They're not taking this movie seriously from the get-go. Well, you would you would think, right? <laughs> so it's yeah. awesome. It's good. It's like Freddy vs. Jason. You don't want the seriousness. You want to have fun with this. That's what it is, man. And I think they were uh, ready for people to have fun with it. So, yeah. uh, what do you guys think about this one? Who's first? Why don't you go, Bill? All right. <laughs> I saw this when it premiered on Shutter. Uh, was it a year or two ago? And I was down with it. I loved the uh, everything about this, and, but then I was like confused. I'm going, wait, how come they changed the lore from the ring to say two days instead of a week? Yeah, what was that all about? Well, well, there's a reason. They actually explain it in the movie. Oh, but first Tanya said something in or <laughs> watching the first one. She goes, so if they watch it in a week, right? And then like on the seventh day, they watch it again. Do they have another week? <laughs> 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 Just keep watching it every day, like every week. You'd be all right. Anyway, no, but in this one, it's two days. She so. broke Sadako. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She's like, God damn it. I can't kill you yet. But, uh. Anyway, in this one, it's two days. That's, that's a big change. You think they, they know the, uh, the story behind this stuff. They wrote it, right? So, anyway, the reason is, do you remember when the professor at the college was talking? He says all the rules in this were changed because of collective, what was it, conscience or collective? Uh, yeah. The, so, the social media. The, the social media. Food. Right. He's saying that. Oh, collective unconscious. That's it. Collective unconscious is that whatever people believe now is the rules. So, you know, the game telephone, 
it started off from like you get a week to live and then it became three days to live and then over the course of years it became two days to live all right all right right. that became the rule because that's what everyone believes the memes so to speak in 2016 when they were posting this shit right memes that's what controls it there you go so yeah there's a reason for you they explain it (laughs) so anyway i love the fact that they show from the get-go it's just non-stop fun just bam the first thing you see is an old lady dead then bam the caretaker who is also a welfare worker comes in to see from like the, the grudge Mm-hmm. And bam, she dies with a knife in her throat. And then bam, like it goes wham, wham, wham. And they talk about, well, how could this cursed tape happen now with the internet and all this? And I'm like, yeah, exactly. But you get these people with their VHS tapes, these, you know, <laughs> I don't know, Joey. What do you- <laughs> yeah, motherfucker. They shit alive, right? You got some VHS stuff over there? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah but, uh, hey, I don't know. 40, 50 VHSs. Nice. Are they all Disney? <laughs> nah, just one, a goofy movie. <laughs> Worth a shot. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the fact that they talk about this, like who watches VHS anymore, the, the internet's the thing, all this was addressed. I love that. And I loved yeah. everything leading up to the end. The whole point about... Uh, we go to the cursed house and we see her story, like everything. This is such a great setup. And then some people had a problem with, well, how come um, the ring, what's in the wells in the backyard? No, it's not. It's another well. It's just, it's trying to recreate what happened to her. So it's a well. It's not the same well. It doesn't have to be. So regardless, at the very end of the movie, I was all set to see this giant battle and there was none. And I'm like, What? Yeah. And like they fused and came and became this girl in the well, and they came out and it was the both world. I'm like, what? Yeah. And then you don't even know what happens. Like cuts off short. I'm like, no, fuck that. No. For such a good movie, the little blind girl was awesome. The, the mm-hmm. kick ass, everything. The the bullies, the, the four kids, and the, everything was great. And then the ending fucked it up. I'm like, this is only an hour and 38 minutes. Had this movie been two hours. They could have shown the ending. They could have resolved everything. They could have had a good battle. They, had a, yeah. they could have had a 20-minute fight scene. Yes, that's what I wanted. Yeah, it needed it. That's what you want. Like, Freddy versus Jason, yeah. they had a big old 20-minute fight scene. That's what yeah. you wanted. The rampage. So, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, this movie, I loved it until the very end. That's my point. And I am going to second every single fucking word Bill just said. I was... <laughs> 200% on board with this thing and then no verses. Right. I'm right with you too. <laughs> yeah. I oh, man. I was right there with it. I was f- so in love with this. I love all of the little in jokes to the series. Yes, yes. I love that okay. they keep both they keep both franchises completely true. Yeah. Everyone who goes into the house dies. You have the tape, you have, you know, the bringing the two to you know, how do you get to the videotape? You have the obsessed professor. I freaking loved that yes. guy. He was yeah. like, oh, my God, this is the one. This is the tape. And it's like, <laughs> I don't care about dude, it. Yeah. You, just fucking, you just fucking cursed yourself. And it's like, yes, I, don't care about I get that. to see Kayak. I get to it's see Satako. Awesome. Great. I'm super yes. cursed. It's like, I'm going to fucking die in two days. Uh. I just saw Kayako. <laughs> and it's like, 
I am so on board with this. There's yeah. an exorcism. Yeah. Yes. Where did that come from? A exorcism. <laughs> oh, that was so cool. some rubbery, like, stretchy effects in this fixed, movie. Was, was she yeah, throwing she buckets like, of holy water at him? Yeah, she was drowning the girl, right? <laughs> <laughs> it was like, oh, in the water torture. Yeah. Waterboarding. Yeah. With holy water. Yeah. And, like, and then she just bitch slaps the one... She just bitch slaps the one girl and yeah, then yeah, yeah. no hitting. Okay, bam. Like, hey, <laughs> I'm pretty the- sure what you're doing is kind of shitty. She's like, "Fuck you!" Bah. <laughs> <laughs> and she headbutts a dude where his face becomes mashed up to be on recognition. I, yeah, horrible. that was that was a weird effect on that yeah. one. I don't I care. Don't, I don't know what it's, happened, but I, I I stopped for a second and I was like. But did his head just get real big and orange? <laughs> Dude, <laughs> Evil Dead 2. Same yeah. shit. <laughs> like, yeah. And it was like, bam, and he fell down. I was like, yeah. hey, what happened? He didn't go two days, though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who cares? I yeah, love like, this fucking movie. I know. I was so on board. I really, I was so on board with this thing. Oh, I want to see a little and, girl and, like, and, unleash her real powers. Like, fucking right? badass. Yeah. Right. Yes. They were like then, superheroes. You know, yeah. And then it's so cool because it's like, you know, an hour and 20 minutes. It's like, you know, they get to the house and it's like, oh, finally, you know, they're going to have this big right. drag on brawl. And that's then the only the thing you get that. is like, you know, two things of, you know, they wrap their hair around their throat and it's like, that's the brawl. One gets pulled in, one gets hair in their mouth. Like, come on. Yeah. Wow. But there was a head that got exploded and that was kind of cool. Except yeah, that it didn't okay. really make a difference. It was cool <laughs> at the moment. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, no, I'm uh, 100. I'm 100 percent behind Bill. This is you know 90 minutes of awesome, and then 10 minutes of ugh. But what happened? No, there's no explanation. Did the guy die? You Thank know that you. kick-ass magician guy? Who knows? Did the girl? Yeah, the magician guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> didn't didn't he get split in half? No, he got pushed he back didn't? with some hair. <laughs> With the exploding hair. No, they, see, they show the girl hair, reviving yeah. him. They show well, the girl reviving. She checked his pulse. That was it. We don't know if he's alive or not. No, they don't. They don't tell you. They just leave it. Be in the next one. Yeah. yeah. If there's a next one, I was told by like Dave Z's, like, oh, it's a great ending. I'm like, what? the fuck are you smoking dude that is not a great ending i want to see what happened i just watched the ending and i thought it was pretty good dude that's not a, a resolution to a movie that's a it's what you were waiting you for the- for the whole rest of the movie though yeah true. are you talking about the post-credits ending or no, 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 the no, 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 no. i didn't even I'm see talking the post-credits to part oh i didn't either yeah there's a oh, post, uh, post-credit scene yes what i don't know yeah there? spoiler yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, it, it plays the uh, videotape again, the one with uh, Sadako. When only it, now, it, it, Yuri and Sadako, you know, together with the with Kayako. Well, hold on, I'm I'm trying to get there. It's the Sadako videotape, but when instead of Sadako appearing, it's the merged version. It's the merged ghost that they oh. that they merged into all three, and then all of yeah, and then all of a sudden, instead of being at the back of the screen. It's like right there at the front, and then they just screech, and then it cuts to black. Mm. Like Venom. Like Venom? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Brian, yeah, no, think, I'm... Buddy? Uh, I'm, I'm going to be right there with you guys. I was all on board uh, through the first, like, what was it, 90 minutes of the movie, and it just fell short at the end. There was a couple times I got worried 
uh, the the whole uh, the little kid and the bullies in the house scene. Right, I felt I, so bad for that kid, dude. Yeah, well, that's where I felt I got worried. I thought they were going to break the rules and let this little kid live and just kill the right. bullies, but no, right. they nope. snatched his ass up and he was gone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then there was one scene in the house with that with the bullies that that kind of pissed me off with the little boy. How they did, zoomed in on him in the background. You didn't oh, need to do that. Yes, that's what I was saying before. Is that you it didn't need to see up. that. Yeah. If you just pass by it, and if you're a watcher and you see that, you're chilled. You don't zoom in on that to show that he's there. Exactly. That's fucking like spoon, uh, spoon food, uh, spoon feeding. Spoon feeding. Hmm. Right. Yeah. Feed him, God. Feed him. I had a lot of fun up until the end. I thought it just fell completely short for me. So, yeah, I. It, I didn't mind the end so much. I just wish there was more of it. Like, right, and twenty minutes more. Yeah, right? like you, you waited the whole movie for them to have the uh, Sadaku versus Kayaku battle, and mm-hmm. uh, it only lasts a couple of minutes, mm-hmm. and it doesn't happen until the very end of the movie. Yeah. Uh, had had they had they played that part up a little more? It was really just a ring movie. With the grudge popped in at the end, um, but it was a lot of fun. It was you know the Japanese version of Freddy versus Jason, and uh, it sounds like it went over well there. Uh, I enjoyed it. I, it, it I, they took themselves a whole lot serious, a whole lot more seriously than I would have expected them to. Uh, I expected a little more dumb fun, but uh, it was still it was still really cool to watch. It was fun. Let me ask you a question: Like, if, if you if you you know were submerged in Japanese culture, would this movie be dumb fun for you? Right, because the way you know the way things are portrayed on the screen, the way they use words and stretch words and and stuff like that, like especially like seeing like the, the girls interact, like they'll say a word, like say a word is like. Haraku, they were like Haraku. Oh yeah, no, yeah, they were playing that shit up, man. So and like, uh, I, yeah, I think dumb fun in Japan is exactly what it was too. Uh, I, it sounds like it probably did a whole lot better there than it did here, but uh, it was still a fun movie to watch. So my, the questions come up like this in my head: like, all right, now we have this new entity, which is a combo of the two, like. Mm-hmm. Uh, are they? Are these two entities like gonna fight each other inside their own, you know, body? Like who's in oh, control? No. Well, they're merged now. They are a yeah. perfect killing machine, like Jaws. Yeah, I would say next movie, but unfortunately, the next movie was Signs. <laughs> what? <laughs> signs? Yeah, last year's fucking Signs. I jeez. <laughs> Wasn't that with Dan? Oh, the guy from Big Bang Theory. Oh, him. Okay. Oh, rings. Yeah, I said rings, didn't I? No, he said signs. No, he said signs. Holy shit. Yeah, so M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah, not M. Night Shyamalan. That makes more sense. Well, like, what the signs? What is rings? Yeah. Vincent Nanafrio. He's in there. For a minute. That's bad. All right, so what do you guys think about uh, scores on this one, Bill? I'm going to go with an eight and a half. Now, yeah? if there's a second movie, if there's not a sequel to this, eight. Okay. 
Yeah, okay. I'm. Uh... I uh, found this um, fun. You know, it definitely is not a full-on serious horror film like the other two were, but um, it's obvious it's it's a horror film. Don't get me wrong, but it, it's definitely the tone. The tone is totally different, and it's felt, but in a good way. Um, if I was a fan of the series, this would probably be like a wet dream come true, but I'm not. So you know, this is all new to me. But at the same time, it was fun. Um, the, I thought the visuals looked good. Major improvements from the from those two original films we looked at. So that was cool. And you know, looking visually, that end scene was sick. I don't, you know, um, maybe because you know I got to watch the end while you know on here. I wasn't as you know gung ho and focused as I was in the first half of the movie. But like the first half of the movie, I thought was awesome when the professor starts talking about. Um, all the different... Uh, yeah, you saw the slit mouth woman in there, right? Yeah, yeah could just talk you on a... I didn't get the other ones. The red cape or something and the kid in the toilet. What the hell? Kid in the toilet, yes. Hanako, that, no, that's an actual urban legend. That's, uh, that's an actual... Yeah, Hanako, that's an actual legend. There's, there's a, about nine or ten films. Wait, who's Tanako? The toilet kid or the red cape? Hanako, that's, that's the toilet one. That's okay. an actual urban legend in Japan. That actually ties into the um, Gakko no Kaidan series because several of the several of the ripoffs of the of the, uh, that franchise use the Hanako legend. I was thinking Harry a, Potter, fucking Mur- uh, moaning Myrtle. <laughs> I don't want to watch your asses on from that creature. Yeah. Yeah. No, Hanako is an actual uh, Japanese urban legend. It's about a uh, student that was bullied to such degree that she hung herself in the bathroom, hanged, and uh, she hanged herself in the bathroom, and then kills everyone that goes into the bathroom just by themselves ah, if you oh go in with, if you know if you go into the bathroom by yourself you get killed by the ghost is that how if you go in with, girls going like in fours and shit and twos and threes i don't know but that's 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 just the japanese legend if you go to the bathroom by yourself then you get attacked by the spirit if you go in with the group right, then is you're it only the girls bathroom or is it the guys too it depends they usually because Hanako was a girl when she killed herself, it's usually yeah. school girls. Because Japanese, you know, the Japanese have a fascination with school girls in general, so they, no, usually, they just use that as. <laughs> oh yeah, seriously, no. If you want to dive into Japanese schoolgirl films, oh, you're no. gonna find yourself with <laughs> forty-eight years old pass on the Japanese schoolgirls. <laughs> no, yeah, but um, yeah, it's usually schoolgirls, or um, it's usually like school, like boarding schools or high schools. Just so that way they can get the exploitation element in, but um, they've actually even reused the legend for kids' films. Believe it or not, yeah, like Harry Potter, Moaning Myrtle. I don't know. Like if she is no, like, schoolgirl. I don't want her in my asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, that's what the uh, Hanako legend is, no, and then the uh, Slipmouth Woman one. That's an well, actual. We know that. We're horror fans. Yeah, but the Slipknot Woman one, that's an in-joke to Koji Shirashi's earlier films because that's where he got his start, was making films based on that legend. Yeah, and the, the big... Huh? Yeah, um, Carved a Slipknot Woman. Yeah, it's a big movie. Everyone knows that one. Cool. Yeah, that's why um, they put that one first. That's an actual, That's another uh, Japanese urban legend. That's a really gory one, too. I like that one. Yeah, it's... Um, I like the sequel, Carve Zero. That was a Carve Zero. Carve Zero is awesome. That one's a lot of fun. So anyway, my rating is seven out of ten. <laughs> there you go, folks. And good. 
And mine's yeah. eight. <laughs> what was yours, Tanya? An eight. Eight. Yep. Yeah, right. I'm between an uh, eight and eight and a half, so I'm just gonna Dave Z, Z this and say eight point two five. There you go. <laughs> like I said, if they made a sequel and could show us what happens next, eight and a half. If not, just staying an eight. Brian, what you think? I'm also going to give it an eight, and I had to look it up because it was just bothering me. The psychic guy, he did get split in half. Oh, did he? Who? So yeah. he's dead. The oh, psychic, the guy, you know, the... Yeah, the guy with the... He died? Yeah, yes. Oh, wow. I didn't yeah. think he did. Me neither. I, I love the little blind black shit, though, man. That was yeah, she was awesome. stuff right there. They had their own little superhero seance, guys. Yeah, yeah. they were great. Uh, I'm going to get an eight, also. Um, it... I mean, it was really fun. It was a Japanese version of Freddy versus Jason, man. I took it a while to get there, but uh, definitely worth watching. I'm glad mm-hmm. I did. Excellent. Oh, is this your first time watch? Uh, it was, yeah. Really? Wow. Yeah, yeah my, this was actually my first my time watch for all of these. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I've seen the American <laughs> versions of everything, but not the not the Japanese and obviously not this one. Interesting. Very cool. Yeah, this was uh, the only one I had a first time watch on. So, mm. yes. Yeah, now I have not disappointed in the whole. No. The whole atmosphere. I loved it. All Japanese right. Now I've got a question. For, I got a question for Joey, Bill, and Tanya. Which Asian threesome did you like more, theirs or mine? Theirs. theirs. <laughs> theirs is dumb. Definitely. Sorry, Don, but boxers only. Uh, <laughs> oh, we're talking yeah, about Asian threesomes now. We may get into a different yeah, story. That's in my <laughs> Google search list. <laughs> yeah, no, um, it's a reference to an earlier uh, show I put together for them. Um, I made them watch Dead Sushi, Mystics in Bali, and Boxers Omen for oh, one show. Geez, yeah. oh. <laughs> All right, I'm going to make a challenge to you, Donnie. I'll give you an Asian right. movie that we can watch on one of our shows. All right. Have you seen Tomi? Tomi? I yeah. haven't seen the original, but I've seen several of the sequels. Ah, the first one. Yeah, no, I it I I think I've seen either Unleashed or Forbidden Fruit. I'm it's like like fourth or fifth in the series. I don't I've I, like the first I, three. I, I have Tomi, Tomi two, and Tomi Zero or something, but yeah, I've seen Unleashed. It's either Unleashed or Forbidden Fruit. I'd have to look at them look at them again. All right, I'll I'll present that one to you, and you let us know on one of our shows. How's that? Cool. Yeah, like Thank I said, I, it's either Unleashed or Forbidden Fruit. I don't remember because I don't remember the order. Right, I've got to go check which ones I've got too, but I know I've got the first one. Yeah, yeah. I it's one of the later sequels. I haven't seen the original. Okay. No. Uh, Joey, Tanya, sound okay for our show? Okay. There you go. All right. Well, about it. Hey, I'll, these I'll guys come can back join with us Avengers. if they want. Hell yeah, man. <laughs> We're down. Let us know Some, what's up, and we'll be on. Ladder films from Japan, right. man. But, uh, hey, thank you, Horror Mafia team. Uh, no thank problem. you guys for coming on the show. Thank you guys for helping with our uh, production aspect while the boss man's out. Hey, uh, can you tell our listeners where to find you and everything you guys have been up to? Sure. You can find us on horrormafiapodcast.com. You could find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash horrormafia. Um, those are our two main uh, 
things. You could email us, contact at horrormafia.com. Um, you can send us individual Facebook messages where uh, we're happy to shoot the breeze. Um, Bill will find you on Tinder. You can set up a Tinder. No, man, um, that's Grinder. 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 You can also hear uh, Bill and I on Slice and Dice Dreadcast. Hey. Also on the Horrorphilia Network, where you can find both shows um, where we tackle horror films and. Now switch it up a little where we're covering horror and non-horror films. So Yeah, how about that? How about that? We had a good a good show last time where we covered Tombstone. And nice. uh never that saw that until uh, nice. It opened up a lot of doors, so great um conversation for an hour and we realized, you know what? Why not? We'll slice and dice it up a little bit and get a little bit of this, a little bit of that. A little know? bit of everything, yeah. <laughs> cool. And uh you can find the best horror memes on the net. On Instagram, slice underscore and underscore dice underscore dreadcast. <laughs> ran by J Mac. Shout out. Yo, J Mac. And uh, you can find me on a, a second podcast called Underwater Kaiju from Outer Space. It's run under the Kill the Cast feed. Uh, we basically look at giant monster movies and Ultraman. So uh, we run through each of these episodes. Um, we're recording our third, I think, in a couple weeks from now. So uh, if you're into uh, giant monster movies from Japan or elsewhere around the world, uh, come check us out. Right on. Cool. Sounds like somebody's watching a monster movie in the background. Not here. Yeah, dude, I'm sorry. There's a there's a storm going on, and uh, we, we have a little farmhouse on stilts. So oh, there's, right. there's some wind yeah. in the background, guys. I'm oh, that's to- wind? Cover it up with the pillows and shit, but it's, it's, like it's Sudoku or whatever. It's just store up or Yaku's coming. Yeah. She might be. <laughs> uh, but thank you guys for putting up with our storm. Uh, and as always, we want to thank you for listening to another episode of The Horror Returns. Uh, we'd love to hear your feedback and ideas. You can always reach us at thehorrorreturns at gmail.com or check us out on any of the other social media feeds uh facebook twitter instagram podbean tumblr uh go leave us a review on itunes right now if you haven't done that yet uh we got some contests going right brian yeah you can win a t-shirt or a beer koozie oh, nice yeah we got them in the works man it's happening go leave I could us leave those tonight man i'm telling you yeah, yeah. Naked. Uh, hey you guys go leave us a review speaking of contests i, I forgot to plug that we we do uh on horror mafia podcast we do raffles every couple weeks where you know we give away stuff to our listeners and uh you know, we've done a, a bunch of couple of things, some Blu-rays. We had an autograph picture from Paris Jen, where uh, it had all four of his characters from the from the Hatchet franchise in Lego form. You know, special little note to a to a to a paisan out there. You know, whatever. You uh, we got you know some some uh, pins that are in the mix, but uh, you could you know leave us an iTunes review, and you get enrolled for free. Or you can get two entries by joining our Patreon, patreon.com slash horror mafia podcast. One dollar gets you two entries, early release access, bonus content, and uh, more. So 
check that out. Get your free raffle on. We got a, a couple of things in store. We got some toys lined up, some pins lined up, and all that good shit. Cool, cool. Uh, well, next week uh, for us, it's our 100th episode. Yeah. And, uh, Congratulations. Congratulations. Yeah, Congratulations. Congratulations. Uh, since Lance isn't here this week, Brian and I hereby pick the ultimate horror returns movie, Ooh. The Avengers Infinity War. <laughs> Lance will bitch when he gets back. Lance is full of shit. He's going to love that movie. Oh, I know he is. <laughs> Uh, and we'll also each go over our top 10 horror films of all time. Uh, nice. Don't nice. miss this jam packed show. It's going to be awesome. Uh, so until the horror returns again, Brian. Good night.